Hi folks, it's Rabbi Sharon Brous here. You are listening to Ikar's podcast where you can hear our sermons from Shabbat and holidays, our guest speakers, our teachers, anything we think worth listening to that we can capture, you can hear right here. Thank you so much for being with us. This Parsha, Parshat Noah, the story of Noah and the great flood and saving all the animals, there's, there's something about this Parsha that feels especially um, atmospheric. Like we're, we're in it. it. It always feels that way because uh, it coincides with the beginning of our prayers for rain. It did rain, the first rain was this week. So I always feel like we're deep in Parshat Noah. Like there's something about the, the Parsha itself that signals to us the, some kind of feeling. Um, and, and so it's a, it's a special Parsha. And, and, and because it's a special Parsha in that way, the feeling of it is so visceral, um, I'm not surprised to find that it is one of the few Parshot readings from the Torah that has a Shabbat song uh, dedicated to it, a Shabbat Zemer. We sing certain, uh, certain songs by custom on Shabbat. And, um, and Parshat Noah has a, has a song uh, that is sort of based on the story of Noah, but also about Shabbat. Um, it is based on the story of Noah, but really it's based on the story of the, the raven and the dove, sort of a strange little episode in the middle of the Noah story, or maybe not the middle, towards the end. The flood has, has, be, has re- begun to recede. And um, we're told that, um, that after the 40 days, Noah first sends out a raven, and the raven just sort of kind of circles around, goes off somewhere. The raven, for <coughs> some reason, is, is not the final sign. They, is not, not dependable somehow. So then Noah sends, famously sends a dove. So nice, and the dove becomes this great symbol of peace, and it comes back with a, an olive uh, branch in its mouth, so, so beautiful. But it isn't actually that simple, because when Noah sends out the dove, at first it says, that the dove didn't find Manoach, which is a resting place. The dove didn't find a place of rest, for its feet, so it came back. And so Noah waited, and, and after a week sent it out again, and then it came back again, this time with that olive branch in its mouth, the second time, and finally Noah sends it off again, and, and this time it doesn't come back, and that tells Noah, oh, the dove, the dove had a, has a place to be, and, and the flood is over, and we can, we can exit the ark, right? It's coming, coming to an end here. So that's the, that's the little strange interlude, the, the, one, the one sending out of the raven and the three sending, uh, sending, sendings out of the dove. Okay, this is a little bit of a strange scene. Um, the, the Zemer, the, the song that is based on this scene, um, is written by one of the great poets of, of medieval Spain, Rabbi Yehuda Halevi, one of the great poets. And, um, and so it's worth looking at because it has a real a real uh, poetic sensibility and a poetic complexity to it. And uh, as, as luck would have it, it's on page 212 of your Sidur. I was delighted to find, I wanted to, to, to share a little bit about this, this poem, this, this Zemmer, this song today, and, and here it is. It's, it's the only one included after our, our services. Um, so maybe the, uh, maybe the editors of this book also felt that it was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was special. There was something special about this. And it begins, it's called, uh, in the English there, Forget Not Shabbat. Yom Shabbaton, Ein Lishkoach. Forget Not Shabbat, inhale it like a sweet-smelling incense. And that sweet-smelling incense is also a reference to this week's Parsha. Noah was the first to, to make an offering that was received by God as Reach Nichoach, a sweet-smelling 
um, a sweet smell. And, and so there are references to, to Noah throughout. The very idea of remembering is very prominent in the story. God remembered Noah. But the main phrase that is borrowed from this week's Parsha is the, the chorus. And you'll see it there in the italics. Yonah matzah bo Noah. The dove found rest on Shabbat. It doesn't actually say on Shabbat, but the dove found a place of rest, a manoach, right? We translated that word before. Visham yanuchu koach. As can anyone who is tired. As can anyone who is weary. Beautiful phrase. Beautiful phrase. It's a beautiful phrase, but there, there's, there, there's been some... some the, the poet has... has, has has, has tricked us a little bit. The poet has, has mess, messed around with the words a little bit, right? Because it, is, it seems like a direct quote, but the actual quote from the Torah is, lo matzah manoach. Lo matzah hayona manoach. The dove didn't find a place of rest. Okay, so m- maybe the dove eventually did, but, the, but Rabbi Yudah Levi borrows this phrase and turns it into, no, the dove did. That moment where the dove didn't, we're going to use that and think about when the dove did find rest. So that's one little... Uh, little change up that we get. And then, and then we have this addition, and that is where the weary, anyone who is weary, can find rest. And who are these weary people? Who are these other weary people? That's us, <laughs> right? That's us. That, that has to be us. And, and, and as the poem goes on, it becomes clear that it is us. It is the people of Israel. And that and that Yudah Levi is, is thinking of us as, as weary in this story. Surely what was happening is that he was reading the story of Noah, and he was thinking, oh my gosh, this guy must have been so tired. Right? As Rabbi Tzadok said, he's building this ark. He's out on the sea. He's taking care of all these animals for 40 days. The story never says how tired he was, but he must have been exhausted. And the dove must have been exhausted. And sure, the dove eventually finds a place to rest. But remember that at first the dove didn't find a place to rest. And he went back and forth and back and forth. And the dove must have been tired. And then Rabbi Yudah Levi goes on to read this throughout Jewish history. Right? When, the, when the people gather around, around Mount Sinai there in the, uh, the second stanza, God is one they answered clearly. Blessed is the one who gives strength to the weary. He imagines us standing around Mount Sinai, seeing the revelation of God and saying, oh, God is one, and give us some help here because we're tired. Give us some help here because we're tired. And, and so in a way, the poem's message is God is the one who gives strength to the weary. If you're weary, try to, try to find strength from God. But that isn't how the poem ends. That's in there, but that doesn't seem to be where the poem is going. In fact, the poem ends, the final stanza is, the people who, who wander like lost sheep. May no evil circumstance obstruct their way as you swore, as you, God, swore upon the retreating waters in Noah's day. In other words, hey, you remember at the end of the Noah story when you promised to finally give us rest? Well, we're still tired. Are you tired? Are you tired? I, I read, I read like a, an article recently that said that there's a, 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 a national exhaustion, a global exhaustion, right? I don't know how scientific that is, but it's enough that, like, that, a, that a journalist would, would think, think fit to write a story about it. A national exhaustion. And, the, and, and Yudha Levy knows that exhaustion. 
Yudha Levi writes this poem because he looks into the story of Noah, and he probably looked into the story of Abraham, and he probably looked into the story of, of the children of Israel and thought, God, these people must be so tired. Because I'm tired. Because we've had it hard. Because we know exhaustion generation after generation, and we believe in this God that will eventually provide us comfort, but we're still wandering. We're still wandering. We're still tired. And I'm tired. I'm tired because I've been in my ark, and then they told me I could go out of my ark, and then I had to go back in my ark, and now I'm venturing out of my ark again, and I, I hope eventually I'm going to find a place of rest, but I'm tired. And that is the point of this poem. The point of this poem is to pray that God, may God relieve our, our exhaustion. May God do that. God, I'm calling upon you to relieve our exhaustion. But the greater point of the poem is just to say, we're so tired. We're so tired, our march through history has been so exhausting. And so, until God provides us comfort, don't forget, we have Shabbat. We have Shabbat. We have this tool one day a week, no matter what's going on in the world, no matter how tired we are, we have Shabbat, and Shabbat acknowledges that march through history, that exhausting march through history, and tells us, today, today is a day of rest. Today is a day of rest. So we have Shabbat, and we have each other, this people that knows the journey, that knows the, the, the toil of the journey. And we will, we will take care of each other on this day of rest. So may you rest and be refreshed on this Shabbat day, just like the dove eventually found Manoach. Hi, it's Mayim Bialik actor, neuroscientist, Ikar member, and lover of all things Jewish. Do you like what you're listening to? Please consider donating to Ikar so that we can continue creating more podcasts and fulfilling our mission of harnessing untapped energy in the Jewish community to reanimate Jewish life, embody moral courage, nurture the spirit, and work to decipher what it means to be a human being in the world today. Why don't you visit our website at ikar-la.org and give today.